All right, go ahead, guys. Uh, Jamari and I have talked. I'm going to hold him out of the game uh, uh, Saturday. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, not Saturday, uh, Wednesday against Georgetown. He's going to travel with us, and and uh, uh, hopefully that'll be uh, a situation in, in, in which that uh, you know we can put it put it behind us, even though he's still got some some legal obligations ahead of him. Uh, but uh, uh, I know that. Uh, uh, Hindsight being twenty twenty, he 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 realizes that he should have handled the situation differently. But he's he's a good kid and made a bad 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 choice and certainly brought some negative attention upon himself and our program. And, and uh, but but he will not play against Georgetown. You could have been pretty fortunate having players on that side of the ledger less than often. What's your approach when they have situations come up? Like like this? Yeah. I, well, I, each each case is is. Uh, is obviously individual, and and uh, this is a particular instance in which uh, you know when, when you deal with youngsters, uh, and, and especially deal with numbers, you know obviously there's going to be some times you have to deal with situations. That, that's the way it is in every family, uh, uh, and and certainly this is one that 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 could have uh, easily been avoided because obviously he wasn't a uh, you know a part of of, of what was actually uh, uh, of any thing going on there he was just he was just there and then and then uh you know of course you guys have read the report and you know about as much as I do but just didn't handle it very well uh uh when it was asked to to do something so uh uh he understands he Mari Mari gets it Mari uh uh certainly uh uh after after the the initial thing and and realized of of the ramifications and, and and what was what was something was made out of something that's so small, you know, he realizes he was wrong. But we're gonna we'll we'll deal with it and just like we would with anybody and and uh you know he's he feels bad about what happened and, and uh certainly uh uh understands why he won't play. Uh uh but uh you know he gotta somehow take this and learn from it and be stronger for it for it and identify any any reasons on, on, on why uh um it occurred and, and 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 eliminate that from your from your thought process moving forward and, and become a better man because of it and certainly it's a it's a great learning lesson to our other guys as well now a few days removed from the, the Florida game what do you hope they took out of it well, I, you know, we could take a lot out of it we can take of how not to be and we can take how to be uh uh, I didn't think we came, you know, ready to play. Is, it, it, I don't know if that's a fair thing because I think we were ready. I mean, we got off to a good start and guys seemed to be in tune. But when things started going bad, we got fragmented and we got selfish. And the ball, not 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 selfish from from a uh, uh, obvious standpoint, but the ball started sticking. I mean, didn't rely kind of a little bit like the the Kentucky game to be honest with you. There for about a a ten minute stretch in the first half and. And but but the good thing about it, we were able to respond, and, and guys rallied around it, and and yes, the second half we looked like a totally different team, and 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 we played much tougher, and and, and we're much more cohesive and organized, and and uh, you know I, I think that they'll draw from that. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to win some games where we don't play great. Every every athletic team in all sports has to do that, and that was one of those games where, where you know basically that was a Missouri game 
from a few years back. Uh, that was an Oklahoma game from several years back when you're, you're down 17 with eight minutes left and have to come back. Uh, uh, I, think, I think we'll dwell more on the positives that occurred uh, uh, than the negatives, and that will give our guys confidence, but we also understand why we put ourselves in that position. But you guys have faced Joshua Smith several times. How do you prepare for a guy that's at that size? I mean, is there a way to... The only way I know Shea would be if you came out and practiced with us. So that would be the only way that I that I would know. So so or Gurley. That would be the only way. So uh, uh, I don't think I don't think you can uh, I don't think you can prepare for Josh. He's huge, and he's got he's got great feet, and he's got soft hands, and he's a good passer. And and you know we actually he 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 wore us out uh, when he played at uh, UCLA in, in freshman year. And then we played against him in Maui as a sophomore, and then we played against him last year, at Georgetown as a junior, and we'll play him this year. So we'll be we one of the few schools that have played him all four years. But to me, he looks like he's in very good shape. Um, they're playing through him more. He's a good passer, and uh, I think he's averaging about 13 a game, and, and, and his, his production per minute is, is off the charts. So, you know, we're going to have to limit his good touches and, and allow him not to get too – his spot on the block uh, uh, quite as easy. The original Coach Thompson was known for having a real physical team. Is that the same way with this son? Yeah, yeah I, I think Georgetown's physical. They, they play different offensively, obviously, because, you know, uh, JT3 played at Princeton and played for uh, uh, Coach Carrill and, and, and uh, has kind of taken a modified version, I think, to, uh, to Georgetown and, and, and with that particular style. But defensively, I see a lot of similarities. You know, uh, when, when Coach Thompson was there in, in the heyday during the, the 80s, uh, when they were the best, most dominant program in the country, it seems like to me he ran three seven-footers at you every night. I, they, they don't, they don't, Georgetown doesn't have that uh, uh, presently, but they, but they do play a physical style of ball. You know, uh, good question. I think it all depends on where your day off falls. Because a lot of times, you know, it, uh, if we'd have played Saturday, for instance, we still would have had to take Sunday off uh, because the NCAA rules, you have to take a day off each each week. Uh, uh, so a, a lot depends on where your day falls. But but at this particular time, I still think practice is pretty important. Uh, once we get into conference play, all the guys will tell you they hate the – the Saturday Monday deals, or they hate the bye week deal because now you got to practice for a whole week without playing. And and uh, but at this time of year, we've got so much stuff to get in, and and uh, we need to work get some some guys that haven't played as much playing better and and being more comfortable. I, I actually think the practice time is good for us. Uh, I may not feel that way a month from now, but right now, I think it's good. Well, Cliff's been really good at getting to the free throw line, um, drawing fouls. Do you think that says something about kind of embraces? Contact. Oh no, Cliff, Cliff, Cliff embraces contact. Uh, 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 there's no question about that. That'll be a, when he and Josh are guarding each other. There'll be some there'll be some banging going on in in that regard. But but uh, uh, I think Cliff's done a really good job. I didn't think he was very good the first half at all against Florida, but he was he was really tuned in the second half, and I thought he played great and and uh, you know played with energy and and uh, those things. And so uh, you know he's without question. He and Landon, because Landon is physical too, but they're without question our most physical guys. He's been pretty productive in the minutes that he's been out there, but are there still areas where 
that the numbers don't tell exactly how well he's playing? Uh, I think sometimes when guys play less minutes, they're obviously going to be more productive per minute. I mean, that's that's a kind of a proven fact. Uh, uh, I think that he's probably played uh, as well as any inside player that we've had this year because, uh, in all honesty, Perry's played played well, but a lot of Perry's stuff is done on the perimeter too. So when you just look at inside guys, Cliff's probably played as well as anybody. But I do think he will emerge as – uh, a guy that we can play through. Like you, you look at it, his passing's improved dramatically. His uh, rebounding outside the area has improved dramatically. He he's getting a better understanding of what we're trying to do uh, offensively and defensively. Where, whereas early on he was just out there. Now he's actually out there with a purpose. Uh, so uh, uh, I've been real pleased with him. Real pleased. Is he coachable the way you kind of brought him along? Yeah, yeah. Cliff Cliff is as coachable as anybody we've we've had. I mean, he is, uh, he, he is, he's trying to be a sponge. Now, some guys, uh, because of backgrounds or, or whatever, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, where they played before, this kind of stuff, or some guys it's just natural for them just to instantly, you show them one move and they instantly pick it up. Joe was one of those guys. Nobody's going to be like Joe ever again. Uh, that that he, he's, he's smarter than the coaches. I mean, he, he, Joe gets it. Uh, uh, Joe was Danny. You know, Danny had that same type of, Mindset where some guys it takes a little bit longer and they learn through repetition or they learn through, you know, being visual or or, or, or whatnot. And, and Cliff is one of those guys that's going to learn through repetition. But uh, once he gets enough reps, he's going to be fabulous. Coach Tennessee, Florida, Michigan State, now Georgetown. A little joke here. You have a tougher schedule than Baylor's football program did. But talk about the meat of this schedule and how it balances out towards the end. You know, I I, uh, I think it's going to be good for us, but. You bring up a good point, uh, Rhode Island, Tennessee, uh, uh, Michigan State, Florida, Georgetown, Utah. Uh, that's, that's a pretty tough stretch. There, you know, there, there's not probably anybody out there playing a tougher stretch, you know, back to back to back to back to back or whatever it is than what we will. But I do think it will be good for us. It, the, to me, this is the toughest, obviously the toughest non-conference uh, week we have. I mean, you, you go to Georgetown and then you play a team that's a top 25 team, and we know how good they are. Uh, obviously, with their with their most recent win, uh, Utah. So, so this will be a tough week, and we'll be definitely challenged. And and uh, but the way I see it, and, and we've scheduled hard, and and we've we've the thing that makes our schedule hard is that we we haven't played uh, we haven't played gimmies. And, and, you know, there's some games that maybe you're favored to win, but you've got to play to win, and where some people, can, some people are playing games that they'll win regardless of how they play. And I think that's been good for us because every I, I can tell you in, in most games and most timeouts, maybe with the exception of one game, hey, guys, this is good for us. We're going to be in this situation again. I mean, Santa Barbara was good for us. And, and, and you look at it, hey, Rhode Island was good for us. And Tennessee, a tie game with six minutes left, was good for us. And Michigan State was good for us. And Florida being down 18 was good for us, even though we didn't like it. So there's been something in, in something that we can draw from. And then, of course, it was good for us to get handled uh, uh, easily, too, because we learned how when we become fragmented, we're not a unit at all. And, and, and we're not talented enough to, to, to play individually. So there's been – our schedule has made us made – us, uh, uh, Potentially a much better team going into conference play. I do believe that. Because the final four playoff teams correct in your picture? In football? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a Big 12 guy, obviously. Uh, uh, but I, I, I personally, you know, I don't see how you can argue with what, 
what happened. Uh, uh, I thought it was very interesting, though. I, 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 I've, I'm sure just like you guys, I've, I was clued in to watch it, and, and uh, uh, it did. I, I thought what happened was going to happen based on all the expert talk, but still, I was holding out hope that that one of our teams would would get in there. But you could certainly see why they could have, and you can certainly see why we wouldn't have. Uh, uh, but you know, both Baylor and TCU should be congratulated on having unbelievable years. The uh, expansion talk jumped up again with this with the football thing. Yeah. I know you've been in favor of you know being able to play all the teams, and yeah. ten made sense in that regard. Yeah. If, well, if, 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 if football drives it, would you be? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with whatever. I'm, I'm fine with whatever. I, I will say this, uh, and I'm not in. I'm, I'm not in the meetings, but you know, the football coaches, based on what I was told when we went to ten. Was, was quite happy that we did not have a playoff game. But that was also based before we went to the football playoff. So that may drive a different deal moving forward. I, I don't know. But I know that everybody was totally content the way it was before we went to the 14 playoff. And now the way it played out, you know, it ended up probably not helping us. But I, I, I don't understand the one true champion deal that, that, that people use that as a negative against us. I mean, uh, you know, so just because they play one more game. I mean, so so basically, if 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 Missouri had beaten uh, uh, Alabama in the in their playoff game, then they would be the one true champion. But theoretically, a guy a team could go eight and zero, and another team go six and two, and the eight and zero team is not a champion. I mean, it's so so. I mean, I I think I don't know if it really holds water. Uh, the way everybody was petitioning that, uh, because there's, there, it's very possible that there could be teams that tie for your conference championship that play in the playoff due to a tiebreaker, and, and I, I just don't know how you could say that they weren't a, a co-champion or, or a champion. Uh, uh, so I don't know if I totally buy into that argument uh, at all, if that made any sense at all. Because <laughs> because when I said it initially, I thought it did, but then after. After doing that, I don't know. Kind of like the playoff scenarios. I mean, same thing. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Having played Florida, what is the value of Florida Georgetown game taking? Uh, well, I don't know if there's a lot of value. Uh, oh, having played Florida and then they played Georgetown. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, we studied that, and and uh, you know, it's it's the Florida team that we played was a different Florida team that that has played majority of their games. I mean, they were really good uh, for the first 25 minutes of that game. I mean, really good. Uh, the thing about it is we know how good Florida is and they lost to Georgetown. So, you know, obviously they'll have our respect and, and, uh, and that kind of stuff. But, but Georgetown plays different. Uh, uh, you know, they, they play the Princeton style and, and basically what you do, you tell your team, okay, now this is how we taught you to play, but for three days forget about what we taught you. We're going to guard them this way and then we'll go back to, to playing how we taught you, and which is very, very true because, you know, you can't give up threes and you can't give up layups, and their whole offense is designed to, to, to uh, basically uh, uh, take advantage of your unsoundness defensively, and so we'll, we'll try to do some things to combat that. So that's a little bit different. Can that help their focus because it's something really different? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it can help your focus. Uh, but... Uh, you know, they'll make us look bad at times, though. I mean, there's no question about that. But hopefully we'll defend them pretty well. You were able to get Devontae and Frank in together towards the tail end the other night. Is that something you can do more of now that Devontae's getting a little healthier? Yeah, now Frank's not healthy, you know, obviously. But but uh, but he's hopefully going to be able to 
do some limited things today and, and hopefully be able to practice tomorrow. So, uh, uh, but but uh, yeah, I, I, those guys need to play together some. There's no question about that. And and I don't know how you guys felt, but just watching the game, we put so much more pressure on the defense when those guys were in there together, <laughs> as opposed to uh, when when just one of them was in the game. What's Wayne's potential? How good can he be? Uh, well, I think you know Wayne could be a you know an NBA player. He's a uh, you know he's 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 got all the, the 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 physical attributes. You know he's big, he's strong, he's explosive. He's he's uh, he works hard. He's uh, uh, you know he hasn't shot the ball consistently well, but he's a good shooter, and that'll come. And he's got vision. I mean, he, he, he's got some things. He's tough. Uh, he's got some things uh, uh, that he can do that allow him to be a, uh, not only a very good college player, but to play well beyond here. Uh, yeah, I talked to uh, – well, I haven't had a chance to talk to him a lot, but uh, uh, I know he's a night owl. Uh, you know, texting me at midnight, waking me up and stuff like that. So, but I can tell he's excited. Uh, um, and I don't, I heard the press conference today went, went well and I'm sure it did. And, you know, it, it's, it's nice to see guys with energy and I'm sure that'll, that'll, that'll feed off on many others. And so, uh, I'm happy for him. And like I said before, I'm happy for Clint. Clint did a great job and, and happy for him that, that, uh, uh, that he's going to be a part of, of us moving forward because, you know, he's obviously a big part of Kansas football. So I, I think it's a, a great situation and, and certainly very happy for Dave and his family. This flashback, you're a savvy coach now. Do you remember your intro here at KU as uh, being a new head coach? Yeah, I remember it. Uh, hell, I practiced it, you know, <laughs> many times in my introductory statement. No, I didn't. I'm just joking. But I, I, I don't remember a lot of it. I, I, know, I know I was remembered if I was like uh, – if David was like me, it's kind of a fog. You know, you go through, and the stuff with me happens so fast. I came in on Sunday and they announced me Monday. And, you know, you know, sometimes you start to think, what have I just done? Have I just taken a job, you know? And, and, uh, but no, it, it was a, it was a, a nice reception for me. And I, just as I'm sure it was for, for David today. But, but, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's nice to have a good press conference and it's nice to win the press conference. And those things are all great and it gives you momentum. But, but it's also nice to get this fluff out of the way so now we can go to work. And I'm sure that's exactly how he feels too. Other than being a, a football fan and a, a teammate as part of the same athletic department, how does it help you if Kansas does become a, a good football player? Well, for, first of all, uh, it helps uh, financially big time. Um, you know, there's a lot of pressure on, on men's basketball uh, to be good, which it should be at Kansas, and, and, and to generate a lot of a lot of revenue, but but it, it does help so much when football is doing well and, and also putting butts in the seats and 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 uh, attracting television games and things like that, because it brings unbelievable exposure to us. You know, when we recruit, uh, it's nice that we, we when we recruit that, that Kansas is out there. Period. The name Kansas is out there. It doesn't have to be Kansas basketball. We want it to be Kansas and. And, you know, in athletics in, 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 in many people's mind, you know, can be the front porch of what's going on with the university because a lot of people wake up to read the sports page. And, and uh, uh, certainly anything that's positive going on with, the, with our athletic program is positive for us. And, of course, football potentially with us is the most visible of, of the two programs. So we need them to be good. We, we, we want to bring recruits in where there's energy on campus and, 
And there's and to me, there's nothing that sets a tone for 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 a, a academic year like football being good. I mean, it just brings a new energy and enthusiasm. So we want them to be good. We 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 want to share uh, the 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 spotlight with football. That's positive for everybody. And and uh, um, I, I think we're I think we'll be on our way. It's a process and it takes time. Basketball so much easier to turn it because you can go recruit two studs and all of a sudden that's forty percent of your starting lineup. You know, you go recruit, you know, five studs, and well, that's only in their freshmen. They got to beat out guys that've been in the weight room for a long. I mean, it takes a while in, in football. So, uh, you know, I, I think that we need to be patient, but also I think you'll see, I, th- I think you'll see a staff that really gets after it. Yeah, on that, it's important for Kansas to be known for branding and all that. To what extent does having such an unusual mascot as a Jayhawk? I mean, everybody knows Kansas by. The Jayhawk. Uh-huh. Does that help in just the smallest way? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think we kind of, I think our school does a good job of promoting our mascot. To be honest, uh, you know, there's not too many bigger birds in the, in the world than what we have on the court out there. So, uh, uh, you know, every time you turn on one of our games, that's, a, that's what you see. You don't see us playing. You see the Jayhawk. And I think, I think we've done a really good job branding. Uh, branding that, but but I think it is good to be a little different, and, and it is good to be recognizable. And and you know you know something that seems very very minor. You walk through an airport and rock chalk. You know you walk through an airport in Alabama, roll tide. You know it's nice to have something that 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 you can hang your hat on, that 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 is identifiable and, and people can relate to. And I I think whoever came up with, you know the the Jayhawk mascot's great, but but the rock chalk and and that chant and and whatnot. I, I think that does as much as anything because that's that's something that's recognizable to every sports fan coast to coast. Do you expect another good KU turnout in Washington? Uh, I hope so. I don't I don't know what the ticket situation is. Uh, uh, I don't ever th- worry about that or think about that, but but uh, uh, I would assume that that we have uh, many alums in the area, and of course, not being a weekend, it may hurt a little bit. But it'll be a big deal to 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 Mason and and, and Graham and and those guys that that live uh, fairly close because they'll have a lot of family members get to see them play. Anything else? Well, I don't know if some you pay attention to, but the, the pace of play in college basketball this year is apparently slower than it's been in years. Um, and there's been a lot of games where teams are only scoring 30, 45 points. Well, yeah. we've uh, contributed to that <laughs> stat. So. Have, have you noticed that? Or? I, think that I, I, I don't think there's as much uh, open court stuff maybe as the past. Uh, I haven't studied the pace. But, you know, I looked at our stats. If you look at our stats uh, uh, with the Big 12 and the other teams and the numbers, ours are awful. I mean, we're between 7 and 10 on just about every statistical category. But also, it's 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 uh, it's not real though. It's 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 hard to tell what's real and not real to everybody's playing the same people. So uh, uh, and 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 I really I've always thought you got to get in. You got to play ten to fifteen games and get into conference play before you can actually go by stats. But but uh, uh, I know with us, we we've, we've done a much poorer job this year of 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 getting easy baskets. And, you know, but that can also be caused by defense. You know, you send two instead of three to the glass, or you send three instead of four to the glass, and, and you know, that kind of stuff. So I think there is a strategy to, to combat that, uh, the, 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 the free-flowing pace. Uh, uh, but, but certainly uh, in our particular situation, until we start making shots consistently from the perimeter, 
it's it's going to look a little convoluted. It's 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 not going to look near as good, and and uh, that's something that we have to do. But 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 you're right on points. Even the game the other night against Florida, what did we score? Seventy one. And I, I'll bet you, fifteen of the points that we scored were in the last four or five minutes on you know uh, clock stoppage because of fouls. So you know to me that doesn't really add to the pace. You can usually tell what kind of pace a game has in the first 30 minutes because the last 10 minutes it varies all the time on what your pace is. So. All, right. all right, thanks guys.